everybody, Phil Vassar here, and welcome to Songs from the Cellar. It's going to be a great show. I'm so excited about it. My good friend, Mr. Tommy Shaw from Sticks, is here today. It's going to be awesome. He's going to be doing some songs for you, telling some great stories, and I'm going to do a song for you, too, like it or not. Welcome to Nashville, and welcome to Songs from the Cellar. And go. I kind of want to know why you wrote Blue Collar Man. How did that come up? <laughs> you want the real story? <laughs> no, lie to me. Well, I, I obviously haven't held down uh, a lot of blue collar jobs. Right. Um, but my father, my father was the gas man. He, he worked for the Alabama Gas Company right. for 47 years. So that was, that was my exposure to, to the world of blue collar. But when I lived in Michigan, I had a, had a friend named Pete who worked for the railroad. And this is in, you know, right before I wrote Blue Collar Man. And uh, he had a four-wheel drive uh, truck, and I had a, had a souped-up blazer with a lift kit on it. And we used to go <laughs> out just, yeah. just, you know, Dogging. just beating the hell out of him. <laughs> and one day he got laid off uh, from the railroad and had to go stand in the unemployment line to get And he was devastated by it. Because it was not what he had, and you know, he he liked working hard and getting, you know, and and that sort of thing. And I watched the effect that it had on him, and so that was, I guess that was in my mind. Well, here's how it came about: we were playing in Hawaii with Sticks at the end of a, uh, it was at, no, we, no, we finished a tour, and some of us went to Hawaii, and uh, we rented this fishing boat. We're going to go out on a fishing boat, and on on the and had w warned the captain. Look, we've been on tour. This could get rowdy. It's going to be kind of crazy. Uh, if you're if you're not into it, then we shouldn't really do if this. You don't want to going, oh, no, no. You better leave right now. Yeah, it's going to be. We're bringing a cooler. It's going to be. <laughs> and so we, we we call a taxi. This this girl picks us up in a station wagon, takes us out there. And the way she says, "You guys ever smoked any Maui buds?" And we're like, "No." And she said, "Well, you want to?" And we're, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> and so she get, passed this joint around. And by the time we got to the boat, we were so high. I mean, <laughs> we were like. Paranoia going we were on. so we couldn't talk, and we got out on the boat, and we're all sitting there like <laughs> we're about an, for the first hour, and nobody could. It was like the most antisocial thing, and the whole time I could hear this, you know, the sound of the engine, you know, against the way. That's awesome. So. So we finally, once we finally started coming down, we, we told him we were just really high, and he was like, I was wondering what the hell, this is supposed to be a big... <laughs> anyway, so that was when I went back, you know, I... That's awesome. So that's the kind of... It, I'm not proud of it. That's just that's, how that's it That's a happened. good time, man. That's a good story <laughs> for a song. It wasn't boring. A little blue-collar man, baby. A little blue-collar man. 
Like my dad. 
Because it is funny because, you know, I'm thinking about how did this kid from Alabama end up in a Chicago-based rock and roll band, right? So, I mean, that's pretty crazy. It, 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 there really wasn't that, that's, you know, long of a path. Uh, I left Montgomery uh, when I was about 19 years old because I'd played with, in bands with just about everybody around there. And, and I was wanting to see what else was out there, but I didn't really know how to get there in a uh, an agent from Nashville named Bobby Smith has somehow heard about me and he called down there and said, I want you to come up to Nashville because we're starting a band. Turns out he wanted to put a, build a band around me and I felt like, I don't, I don't know anything. I'm just <laughs> leaving town, you know, and, right. and so I, I, I can't do that. But uh, I wound up going to the Electric Circus Ballroom, Is that, was that the name of the place? And, and, uh, uh, Printer's Alley, yeah. Electric Circus. Yeah. And there was this, there was this seven-piece band with a with a like a front drummer, just this crazy-ass drummer right up front, and they were playing. They had horns, but they were singing three-part harmonies, kind of like like what Styx does, yeah. and uh, playing Uriah Heep songs, but playing like CTA, and it was just I was just stunned, and I wound up joining that band. And we just took off and did like a, we were on the road for two solid years. Really? Yeah. yeah. We oh, never really, never really made it, but we had a great band. We had a big following in Chicago at right. uh, this place called Rush Up on Rush Street. It was like a third yeah. floor place. Uh, it, was, it was an after hours kind of club. And that was where the tour manager from Styx came and he introduced himself that night and, and uh, said, you know, tell us who he was and that sort of thing. So when they were looking for somebody uh, about a year and a half later, he found me through, I'd already moved back to Montgomery, but I left my number listed for some reason. And there was no reason not to, nobody knew who I was. So they found me through directory assistance down in Montgomery and said, come on up to Chicago and audition. Wow. And you guys are touring like crazy now. I mean, it's like, you know, you're just still, I mean, it's just crazy, man. It's well, there's something about Sticks music that that's really enduring, and and it's it's very positive and, right. and energetic kind of thing. Where you 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 there's no way to go out and do it half-heartedly. Yeah, you right. just have to come charging out of the gate and do it every. And so it's, you know, and, and we've, there's been some some changes over the years, but all those changes have been, you know, it's, it's like a football team where you replace somebody with somebody who's really got it's skills positive, yeah. and it brings brings the team up like that yeah. and. So we've we've just got this great team of guys, great crew, yeah. great management. People you love to be on the road with, and that's everybody a good time. loves doing it. There's yeah. there's we're all old enough where nobody needs supervision. Nobody's <laughs> got to be taken aside and going and having a talk. Yeah, to, right. You know. No talking to anymore. That's always a good part of a band. One, two, three, four. I've been cheating. Well, I found a new girl that I 
Final cheers. I'm out of wine, yes. so I'm out of wine, so I gotta go get some more. Love you, man. Thanks again. Love for you too, here. neighbor. Here we go, brother. Here's to you. Song to the seller. Tommy Shaw. Thank you, my brother. And I'm out. The song we're about to do is a song called Amazing Grace. It's not the Amazing Grace, the gospel song, but it's actually a song, uh, it's a little different. It's about a girl, and it's about high school, and it's, it's definitely one I, we, lo we love to play live. And so we're going to play it for you right now. Took a drive today. I saw an old willow tree. Thought about a bedroom window. Thought about you and me. Talk about an endless summer. I'm still living it now. Burning in the heat of midnight. I'll never forget how you would whisper. Hold me to you. at the church I wasn't fooling him he knew every book chapter and verse of a young man's sins but what about those nights when I was just down the hall holding on to heaven and praying that we wouldn't get caught so you would Softly kiss me yeah. 